I'm Sarah. And I'm Jessica. And And welcome welcome to to Droughtlander Diaries. We are two friends and content creators who became connected through Outlander. And we decided to launch a podcast. Sometimes we talk about Outlander and sometimes we don't. Either way, our goal is to keep you entertained until those next episodes or the book is here, whether it's between episodes or entire seasons. However long the drought may be, grab a dram and join us as we get through the drought together. Slunch! Diary entry number one. Our first episode. Hey, Sassanax. Welcome to everyone who is joining us for the pilot episode of Droughtlander Diaries. Thank you for tuning in and for your support as we launch this podcast. We really hope you enjoy it. Here's what you can expect in today's episode. We'll introduce ourselves so you can get to know us a little better. We're going to cover some fandom news, Outlander-related products that we love. You'll hear a random Outlander fact, and we will take some questions from our followers on Instagram. And we're going to share about our weekend at Sassanac City. So let's jump right in. Jess, tell us a few things about you so that our listeners can get to know us a little bit better. Okay. Um, I'm Jessica, obviously. I am from Nashville, Tennessee. I'm a mom of four, and I discovered Outlander in 2018. A friend of mine uh, said, you know, you would love this. You need to watch it. So I binged it and have been binging it ever since, basically. Uh, In 2020, I got kind of introduced to the fandom, and then in 2021, I launched my Outlander content page, Sassanac TikTok, and it's been just the perfect creative outlet for me. What about you, Sarah? Well, I am Sarah. I'm from Northeast Ohio. A lot of people uh, recognize the area that I live in as Amish country, Ohio. I also discovered Outlander in 2018, and my life has never been the same. Um, I downloaded TikTok in 2020, as a lot of us did, sent a silly edit that I made to some friends and realized that the video had gotten popular and then I ended up creating my page Outlander TikTok and that's also how Jessica and I met. Um, We decided to do some collaboration videos online and then we actually met up in um, I think Tennessee was the first time that we got to meet in Nashville. So um, another fun fact about Jess and I, um, we're similar in the fact that we are both obsessed with Outlander, but different in the way that she has read all the books and I have yet to read the books and I'm more of a show watcher. So we're going to be bringing two different perspectives. Um, I'm kind of saving them for after the show is over. So I have that to look forward to, but Jess, she has a lot more details uh, because she has been keeping up to, have you read all the way up to the, the current book, correct? Yep, I'm all caught up. Okay, it's time for fandom news. The strike is over! Woohoo! Finally! Yay! So now we get to see more pictures of behind the scenes, and the cast can talk a little more freely about what's happening with Outlander and other projects that they've been working on. So we are so excited for everyone who's worked hard on this and glad that it is over. This week, Sam announced that Sassanac Spirits will now be sold in the UK. So super excited for all of our Scotland friends who have been waiting on this news and just everyone else in the UK. I know they're pumped to have it over there. We also got the trailer for Couple Next Door. Uh, That's Sam's new project with Eleanor Tomlinson from Poldark. I'm super excited about that one. It looks very suspenseful. And for anyone who's into the thriller genre, I bet you're going to love it. So we're looking forward to that coming out. Also, Clanlands promo was happening in the UK with Graham McTavish. Um, looks like they were doing some book signings, maybe some whiskey drinking, and as always, being complete menaces. 
definitely looking forward to the audiobook of the new clan lands as well all right sarah let's share some outlander stuff we love got the outlander build-a-bears in the mail which my children were so confused about because it was like sorry kids this build-a-bear package is for moms <laughs> i made a they're little so cute. they're so cute i made a little video about them but each bear has five different sounds um that are actually sam and katrina so it wasn't like we got some random people saying the you know outlander quotes or whatever it's definitely sam and katrina they're so cute their little outfits are perfect and yeah i think it's a definite definite collector's item for any outlander fan they're adorable literally just take my money <laughs> i know <laughs> all right well an outlander thing that i love or outlander product that i have been loving lately is the uh, manos wine collection of outlander um, wine bottles so jess and i were just in kansas city and we got to visit the headquarters at manos um, they produce if you don't know already beautiful etched and hand-painted wine bottles for a variety of different um, sports teams or movies and they've recently launched the outlander collection you guys really need to give these a look and check them out if you haven't um, what I loved about the one bottle of rosé was there's actually a map of Scotland, but it has the fictional locations like Lollybrock, um, you know, different places that are mentioned in the book or the show actually on the map. So you guys need to check that out. Honestly, the quality is top notch and they even personalized our wine bottles, which you can do. You can also add a photo if you want to. So lots of options. Definitely. We will have to post them on Instagram so people can check them out. Make sure you visit Manos Wine and see what options they have for Outlander. Um, they have quotes and all kinds of things. I haven't I haven't opened the wine just yet because I've been wanting to save it. But Jess, I know you have tried it. Do you have a I favorite have. kind? <laughs> I've only tried the red <laughs> so far, but uh, 10 out of 10 recommend. And these would be great Christmas gifts too. Absolutely. Jess, let's share a random Outlander fact for our listeners. Oh, yeah, I'm really excited about this fact. I am so excited about it, too, because it has to do with a new face for the Outlander cast this season. Did you know that Kristen Atherton was cast as the new face for Jenny in season seven? And she is actually an award-winning audiobook narrator. Kristen is very talented. She has a huge list of audiobooks that she's narrated spanning many genres, and we're excited for her to play our new Jenny as well. We're going to link her audiobook list that she has narrated on our Instagram page, so if you're interested, you can check them out as you're waiting for the next part of Season 7. We put up a question box on Instagram to ask you guys to submit some questions for us, so now we would love to answer some of those. Okay, first question is from Texas Sassanac. She wants to know, will the podcast be on the same night or day every week? So uh, we would love to release our podcast on the same day every week, and that's the goal. But we are also, you know, busy moms and all the things. So we are going to try our hardest um, to release every Tuesday. That's the goal right now. We're also very new to this and we're learning. So if you have feedback or comments to help us out, we would love to hear from you. Definitely. A question from Instacate KC. How did you meet? We talked a little bit about that earlier. We both kind of, I think, came across each other on TikTok. Um, that's the first time I saw Jess. And I think we ended up DMing each other. And then yeah, we so. both had this. Yeah, <laughs> we both have an app on our phone called Marco Polo. We exchanged numbers and we started talking about or talking to each other 
on Marco Polo. And that's how, that's probably, I would say how we became friends, even yeah, outside first, of Outlander. Yeah. I'm going to say when we first discovered each other's pages, uh, you know, the Outlander uh, content creation on TikTok was, there weren't a lot of us out there. It's a very specific niche. So I think we kind of buddied up because we were doing the same type of thing. It has since grown, but I'm so thankful, you know, to have met you through that. We were both doing the same thing so we could, you know, commiserate together. All right. Next question is from Anna G lover 718. She says, do you do this full time or do you work somewhere else? This seems like so much fun. So I don't have an outside job job. I'm a homeschool mom of four. So I do work just inside the home. Um, but yeah, the content creation on the side is just my creative outlet. And yeah, so, so much fun. Um, I currently work as a content manager on a marketing team, and I have been working in marketing for the past eight years. Um, I'm currently also in a master's program for a digital marketing degree. So that has been my job, but I also have uh, three little girls and that keeps me busy as well. So this is, um, this is not my job, uh, not yet anyways. Next question is from Nicole J. Roth, and she wants to know the number one favorite episode of Outlander of all time. Oh, well, I feel like, I mean, you have to say, except for the wedding, because I mean, whose right. favorite episode is not the wedding? Come on. Um, outside of the wedding and a Malcolm, of course, I feel like they both fall into the same category. Um, I'm going to go with one that's probably kind of random, but I love the season five finale. Um, Never My Love. That is my favorite episode. Uh, I love the disassociation. I love all the Easter eggs that they planted in the episode for us to find. Um, I just think that episode was so well done. It was like a mini movie. And yeah, besides the trauma in that episode, I just think that that episode was just so well done. So yeah, that one's my favorite. It was very well done. I agree with you, Jess. It was not like any of the other episodes at all. No. My, my favorite episode, again, aside from the wedding, um, would probably have to be the devil's mark in season one. I remember watching it for the first time and thinking when Claire confesses to Jamie that she, he, that she is from the future, I kept thinking, oh, this is where it ends for her and he's going to think she's crazy or she's a witch. And instead of that, he just kind of sits there and processes it for a little bit and totally believes her. And I felt like it was a very vulnerable moment for both of them. Um, that's when they started to learn a lot more about each other and build some trust. So that's why I loved that episode. And of course, um, you can't beat Jamie barging into a courtroom to save Claire. Oh, yes. Love that scene. <laughs> so. All right. Next question is from Miss Amber Cole. And she says, will you have guests? And if so, what type of guests? So yeah, we hope to have guests. We would love to have guests. We would love to have Outlander cast member guests. <laughs> but we um, are also hoping to have some of our friends from Scotland, some creators, some just anybody involved in the fandom, um, fellow fans that have, you know, a cool story they might like to share. Just, yeah, we're open to any sort of guests. All right. Next question is from Liz Nicole 19. What's it like to be blessed and highly favored and to be in the same room as the cast, which takes us into our next part of the episode, which is talking about the weekend we had at Sasnak City. Jess and I were able to attend The Gathering, which is a fan event hosted by Sasnak City, and it is held in Kansas City, uh, Missouri. All right. So, Jess, what was your overall take of the weekend? What do you what highlights do you have? What do you have to share about the time that you had in Kansas City? 
Well, I would say the best part of these events, first of all, is getting to meet up with all your fellow Outlander fan friends because, you know, most of us have started these friendships online. And so any opportunity for all of us to be together in person is just incredible. We have the best time. We had a room. There were eight of us all together. It was two joining rooms at a, in a hotel. And we, it was like a big slumber party or being away at camp. Like we just had the best time. We all got ready together and traded clothes and makeup and, you know, stayed up late giggling and listened to Taylor Swift and just, we just had the best time. So that's like top favorite part about these events for me is just being with my girls. Absolutely. And there was always like after hours parties in the lobby, people were getting hilarious and silly because we were so delirious and tired. <laughs> yeah. There were nine cast members who attended this event. They were Stephen Cree, who plays older Ian. I don't want to say old Ian, but Stephen Cree, who like plays that. Ian. <laughs> um, Kristen Atherton, who is the new Jenny. Uh, she plays his on-screen wife, Jenny Fraser-Murray. Um, also, John Bell, who plays their son, young Ian. Gary Lewis, who plays the OG Laird Colin McKenzie in the first season. Charles Vandevart, who plays William, Jamie's son. Joey Phillips, who plays Denzel Hunter. His sister on screen, Izzy Mankel-Small, who plays Rachel Hunter. Caitlin O'Ryan, who plays Lizzie Weems. And Richard Rankin, who plays, obviously, Roger Mack. What was really unique about this event was that it took place as the strike was still going on. Mm -hmm. So we actually had to be very particular and careful about how we re how we phrased our questions for the cast. They were very cautious about how they discussed things or what they discussed. And we had to be very respectful of their responsibilities as actors during a strike like this. So what was really cool, though, was we got to know them a little bit more on a personal level because the questions that we asked them or that we got to ask them were more about them as just people um, and not necessarily the work that they were doing specifically. At these events, it's really cool because you get time with the cast getting autographs, you get photos with them, you get to listen to them answer questions in a panel. And then my favorite part are the opportunity to sit with them at round tables with a small group of your friends and ask them questions, get to know them more on a personal level. Um, they do this thing. It's kind of like a round robin where the cast will be with you for, you know, about 10 or it was like 10 minutes, I think, at a time. And then they move on to the next table and you get the next cast member, get 10 minutes with them. They move on to the next cast member. And so we got like personal time with all nine cast members. And during that time, like you really get to know their personality and you get to actually just like laugh with them. And uh, that part is probably my favorite part. Yeah, that was really fun. And sometimes depending on the type of round robin that we were in, there was one cast member or sometimes they would bring two depending on the situation. So it was always really fun and interesting to see them interact with each other in those small group settings. Um, if you don't already know this, Stephen Cree and John Bell really have a dynamic and they love to mess with each other. Sometimes Gary Lewis gets in on it as well. Um, but it was a great opportunity to just see their personality and get to maybe ask them something, you know, that you've really wanted to know about them. Here in a few minutes, we're going to share some of our favorite interactions with each cast member. But I wanted to also bring up, thanks to Helinda, she had an awesome idea at the last event that we were at to create friendship bracelets that were like Outlander specific. So they said things like Dinah Fash or Sassanac on them, um, which is kind of a Swifty thing, or if you're into the rave culture, but she 
was she brilliantly crossed it over into the Outlander fandom. So uh, we wanted to say a few things about our interactions with each cast member. Um, so Jess, why don't you tell us about your favorite interaction regarding the friendship bracelets? Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because this is my favorite story of the weekend for me or my favorite cast interaction. So at the roundtable discussion, I was sat next to John Bell and I know he's a huge Katrina Bell fan and I am a huge Katrina Bell fan. She is my absolute favorite. And so I definitely had to like uh, mention her in the conversation, find a way to bring her up. We were actually talking about model documentaries. So it, it, it flowed into that conversation. I was like, well, I mean, our favorite model is Katrina Bell, obviously. And he's like, uh, of course. And so it, it kind of flowed into that. And I showed him my bracelet. I had made a friendship bracelet actually for Helinda and I to have matching bracelets um, because we are both huge Katrina fans. And it just said, I love CMB, which are her initials. And I showed it to John and he was immediately like, oh, can I have that? And I was like, of course. So I was able to give John my Katrina friendship bracelet. And I was like, I mean, if she asks where it came from, I mean, you could be sure, you know, you could mention that it's from Sassanac TikTok. And he's like, oh, of course I will. <laughs> I loved it. It was so special. So now, of course, I had to run home and make myself another one. So now me, John and Helinda have matching Katrina friendship bracelets. <laughs> I love that story. That is so cool. And it's a so testament fun. to how real they are. And like, they love to fangirl just as much as we do <laughs> about Absolutely. certain topics or things. So awesome interaction with John. He is very spunky and mm -hmm. definitely like life of the party would be John sure. Bell. All right. So the next cast member was Stephen Cree. If you are easily offended, just brace yourself. <laughs> Because Steven is one of the craziest, most, um, I don't even know how to describe him other than a loose cannon. And we love him for it. <laughs> I would love to see it. I actually gave Steven Cree a friendship bracelet and I didn't know which one I was going to give him, but I saw that he had a bright pink phone case and I was like, here's the heart. I made a friendship bracelet that was pink and said, hi Barbie on it. And I gave it to him and I said, this will match your phone case. And he's like, oh, thanks. And he pulled out a bright pink AirPods case to go with it. <laughs> I guess it used to be his wife's. Yeah. But he's awesome. He's so funny. He's, he's so funny and quick witted and also a little vulgar, but it's fine. Like we, like we said, we love it, but he's also really deep. Like he'll switch from, you know, being silly to like really in depth, like deep conversation. So yeah, I really liked yeah. him. Speaking of the Murray family, what about our new Jenny? I want to hear what you think about Kristen Atherton. I'm so excited. You have another story to share. I literally could talk about her. I loved her so much. I think she won us all over. I think we were all just like, I haven't talked to one person that wasn't just like completely smitten with her. She is so talented. She was showing us how she could do a ton of different accents, which was super impressive. I'm talking like differentiating accents in the same country like northern england southern england well i don't know like just like she's so good and so she was at our table and i we i think we asked her if she could do an american accent i said specifically maybe a southern accent because that's what i have and um she was like nervous to do it at first she's like oh i don't want to do that in front of you guys like you know i think i'm maybe thinking we'd be her toughest critic since you know we're american or whatever but we're like oh come on come on and she was like well i can also read palms and she grabbed a hold of my hand and was like tracing her finger on like the lines of my palm and speaking to me in her southern accent we and were all hypnotized, we were hypnotized. Like, watching it happen. 
I know. Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. I loved her. Love, love, love her. I cannot wait to see. I have zero like issues with wondering if she's going to just nail Jenny because I know that she will. I agree with you. No concerns. I think she's going to bring the Jenny energy 125%, if not more. Cannot wait to see her interactions with co-stars on screen. I think it's going to be fire. Um, So speaking of more family, uh, what did you think about Joey Phillips and Izzy Small? They played the Hunter siblings in the latest um, season of Outlander. Oh, they were just darling. Like their personalities, they were so sweet. Joey is like a fashion icon, first of all. Mm -hmm. I I don't know if you've seen the the photos he's posted this week. Go check out his Instagram. Yes. But like he's an incredible model. Like I'm like you're so cool. <laughs> but he brings the energy for the camera work. That's all I can say. And his style is incredible. Yes. And I think Izzy actually posted a few uh photos this week as well, like a little photo shoot she had done. She is so beautiful, so lovely. It was just it was so nice to meet her. Yeah. She's she's like perfect for her role um Mm -hmm. on outlander like she's so timid and like quiet but Mm -hmm. i'm hoping we get to see izzy be a little bit different than what she has in the first um part of season seven my other take on joey was he is extremely intellectual he's very like he seems very well traveled and he loves to read Mm -hmm. and he was really talking about some of the deep books that he's read and you can tell he's extremely intelligent so i loved meeting both of them what was your um, Richard Rankin? What did you think about Richard Rankin? That was my first time meeting him, and he was probably one of the ones I was most excited to meet. What did you think about him? Okay, so this is actually my second time meeting Richard, um, and he is as sarcastic as he's ever been. <laughs> he's really hilarious, and uh, what's the word I'm looking like witty? He's very witty, mm-hmm. and he has done a great job playing Roger. Um, and also, if you don't know, he is an extremely talented photographer. Yeah, I have um, three of his prints that I've gotten over the past couple of years, and I was able to bring them with me and have him sign those, which is super special to now have signed Richard Rankin photos. And he was hilarious when I, like, I brought him in like a tube. And so when I pulled him out and, you know, stretched them out for him to sign, his face was hilarious. He was like, oh, these are really good. I was like, yeah, dude, (laughs) you took it. You did a great job. (laughs) I think he said, like, you know, I think after he, um, releases a collection and moves on to the next one. He kind of like doesn't necessarily go back and look at the old ones as much anymore. So I think it had been a while since he had seen, you know, some of those photos. And this is really funny to see his reaction. And he was just like, these are great. <laughs> All right. So what did you think about Gary Lewis? I honestly could not get enough of him. He is such a character. And I didn't know that he was so musically talented. We got a little bit of like a random music performance from Gary for the most part and the cast. Um, Mm -hmm. But he just has, he's a great storyteller. He really captivates you and and pulls you in when he's sharing stories. He's like everybody's, you know, grandpa, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. And he gives the best hugs. So when he talks to you, like he just like holds your hand and like looks into your eyes and like you feel like you're the only person there. Like he takes the time to make you feel like you are important to him. All right, Jess, I know that you and Caitlin really hit it off. You're both Enneagram fours. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now you're both podcasters. What do you have to say about meeting Caitlin O'Ryan? Oh, I love Caitlin. Um, she is probably so sick of me talking about the Enne- Enneagram with her. Uh, it's something I'm passionate about. I love to know everyone's Enneagram number. I just feel like it says a lot about 
who they are and you can like truly understand people. So I, I listened to her podcast. Have you got your shit together? It's great. You guys should check it out. We will link it in our um, show notes. So I've been listening to almost all the episodes and just by listening to her talk, I was like, oh, she's definitely an Enneagram four like me. So I was like messaging her. I'm like, so <laughs> I've been listening to your podcast and are you an Enneagram four? And I was so surprised when she wrote back and was like, can confirm I am an Enneagram four. And then, so we've like just started up a little, you know, chat or whatever. So it was really nice to like meet her in person and be like, hi, I'm the girl that uh, bothers you about the Enneagram all the time in your DMs. She's like, no, no, no. I love talking about it. She's like, thank you for messaging me. It's so fun. Like, I don't know. She's so sweet. Like, so, so sweet. I was very excited. And I made her a friendship bracelet, which she was so thankful for and even like posted in her stories and tagged me, which made my day. And uh, she had it on all weekend. So it was so nice. Just so cool. So, so cool to meet her. She's really, really sweet, smart, and fun. And another thing, if you don't already know, to our listeners out there, Caitlin O'Ryan is a phenomenal poet. Um, we got to have a sample of her poetry. And I was, I actually knew the second that she started talking that I was about to cry because mm -hmm. it hit me so hard in my heart. She's like, you know, it, it, it's an encouragement and you're going to be okay. And she talks about like struggling and these trials that we go through in life. And mm -hmm. I don't know if we can link it. I'm not sure if there is a place where it's hosted online, but if you ever get a chance to maybe attend a, a poetry reading of hers, or if you come across it on Instagram or YouTube or something, stop what you're doing and give it a listen. It is moving is the <laughs> the least that I can say about it. Yeah. She's, I think it's called spoken <laughs> word. And I know that she said a while ago, she wanted to start doing it. So she decided to just be brave and do something scary. And so she like signed up for like an open mic night. I want to say like every week just to get out there and just try it in front of strangers. And I'm like, that's so brave. So yeah, I think she had the whole room in tears. It was so good. Yeah. She got a standing ovation after, after her reading. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was amazing. It. Yeah, that was great. She absolutely did. Last but not least, we also got to interact with Charles Vandevart, who plays William in Outlander. This is Sarah and I's second time meeting him in like the past couple of months. So it was so fun to see him again because one of our favorite moments from meeting him back in August is that he recognized both of us from social media. And I think that made both of our days. So just to see him again, he was like, it's so nice to see you again. And I was like, Oh my gosh, he's so nice to see him. I don't know. I guess I just, you don't think of that the cast might actually know who you are. So I think that's like, I don't know. So fun. Definitely. And, and Charles is such a sweet guy. He kind of got like razzed at the social with um, Sam and Duncan about being, you know, being a baby or being the youngest or something. Um, but I, I just feel like he has this like wholesome quality. Charles is just a su super sweet guy. He has, um, he brings a new energy, I think, to the cast. What I always find fascinating, and this is why I feel like Outlander cast dir casting directors deserve so much credit, is physically he is the perfect combination of Hannah James, who plays Geneva Dunsany, which is William's mother, um, Sam Hewen, his father, Jamie Fraser, and he really brings mannerisms of Lord John, like as he was really would really have been raised by Lord John Gray. Mm -hmm. He brings all of these things to his role as William. And so I think he's doing a great job. A funny story about him is at the social, our friend Helinda also shout out to Helinda twice. We mm -hmm. love her. She asked the question, 
if you could give a five minute TED talk on any topic, what would it be about? And Charles made the mistake, poor guy, of saying that he could talk all about saving the bees. And he was very passionate about that. But then, I mean, it has become his entire personality because I think he ended up having to do like photo ops with bee products. And then like several people made him like bee bracelets. And, you know, it's just become this whole thing with him and bees, but it's so cute and so wholesome. He's so it's, cute. Ugh. It's also funny because it's like a little bit of a, like, he didn't even probably mean to do this, but it's a slight nod to, you know, go tell the bees that I'm gone. And yeah. um, so it kind of ties into the Outlander thing there. But yeah, he was talking about it so passionately. And there was a moment at the social where Duncan like put his head back on his chair and like acted like he was snoring because he was bored by how in-depth he was going. But it just shows that he's passionate about the environment. And actually- he shared with us a little bit that when he got to meet Diana, that was kind of their topic of conversation um, was like environment related yeah. topics because they're both passionate about those things as well. So um, kind of interesting. And we love Charles. We hope he sticks around as long as possible. And thank you to him for joining us during the Sassnack City event. Just reflecting back at this whole weekend at Sassnack City, it was really so fun to just be together with your friends, experience what... Um, cool things that Gina and her team had planned for us. Once again, huge shout out to all of them for the hard work that they did to make this a very unforgettable weekend for all of us. Yes. There's just something about being together with other Outlander fans where it's it's just like a sisterhood and you just feel this sense of belonging when you're all together. So yeah, thank you to everyone who put on this event. It was a wonderful weekend. While this wraps up our very first episode of Droughtlander Diaries, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Slange. Sassanax out. Mm -hmm.